The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of DC's best hospitals that isn't in DC. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now, D. Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, fantastic guests here on the show. And of course, we hope to inspire you, educate you, give you a story that maybe you haven't heard before. And it is no different this week on the Sunday show. I would like to welcome to the show Kim Burrow. You know her from Honey Baked Ham, which we love so much. And we love Kim and Kim does uh, great things in our community. And of course, Honey Baked Ham, we love that. I can't say that enough. We The sauces, Kim. I love the sauces. I just the sandwiches. I I can't help myself. Kim, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. No, thank you so much for having me. Well, Kim, we uh, we have a, a very um, a heartbreaking story to uh, to share with our listeners today on the show, and uh, I'm 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 happy to see you in person, even though we're socially distant here in the studio. Um, but I'm not happy under the circumstances because uh, you have had quite quite the uh, traumatic thing happened in your life and in your daughter's life. And I would like for you to share that story with everyone. Kind of walk us through what has happened in your life. Yeah, it's been a little crazy. You know, just when you think everything is good, he sends you that little storm. Mm. <laughs> yes. And we have quite the storm. Um, you know, my daughter was recently, Jesse was recently uh, diagnosed with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, Maybe I'll just start telling you a little bit about Jesse. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, you know, Jesse is so much more than the diagnosis itself. Um, She went to Holy Cross Academy. She graduated from Massaponics High School. Um, She then chose to attend VCU and graduate from the dental hygiene program. She's got a degree in science, Um, but it was tough. Bryce, her son, is was only eight months old, and she drove back and forth for over two years until she graduated. But she's always been a fighter. She's now 30 years old and has three beautiful children, Bryce, who is seven, Brooklyn, who's 10, and Tyler, who's 12. Um, her husband, Jason, uh, was a Marine who served over eight years, and which included his uh, tour in Afghanistan. But prior to the ALS diagnosis, uh, she was a dental hygienist. For Family First Dental for over five years, and she just loved working for Dr. Williams and his wife, Haja. But I think most of all, what she loved was her patients, from the young kids getting their first exams to the little old ladies that would bring her gifts. Oh, I know. They're so sweet. Right. Right? Um, but she's very involved in the kids' life, from being a soccer mom, involved in LifePoint Church, and loved the just loves the community. She loves to be involved in the community. So she's always been a giver. Um, but to know her and is to love her, and I love her more than anything in this world. Of course you do. And and tell us about the diagnosis. When did that yeah. happen? So uh, back in October of last year, she uh, started complaining of her right hand kind of hurting. You know, being a hygienist, you hold instruments. Mm. She's right-handed. You're constantly, I don't know how she did it, but in their mouths, right. you know, grinding and cleaning the teeth. And she was just complaining, like her hand was cramping up. And we really thought it was like carpal tunnel. Right. You know, she fought through it. Come December, we noticed a little change in her speech, but we thought she was just tired. Um, the office was growing, and it was busy, and they had lost a hygienist. But in January, we really noticed some changes. And so we 
made appointments for her to see her regular doctor, which then went to a hand doctor, then went to the neurologist, and she was diagnosed in February of this year with ALS. So the progression of that is pretty quick. Fast, yeah. The average lifespan is two to five years. Wow. But we're praying for 10. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's, it's Give- not, it's... You know, there's all different kinds of diseases out there, and they're all very heartbreaking. But ALS, there is no cure. Yeah. There is no cure. Yeah. Um, Give a little background, speaking of that, in case people are, are, you know, not familiar, uh, very familiar with ALS. A lot of people aren't. They've maybe heard heard about it. Right. But, you know, maybe because it hasn't affected someone in their family or or in their friend group, they don't really know much about it. And she's very young to be diagnosed with ALS. so young. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly, um, usually they're 50 and older. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we got the news, I just, it, you know, it's nothing that runs in your family, like Alzheimer's. My yeah. mom had Alzheimer's. Right. She passed of Alzheimer's. Her mom had it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it, when it, they said ALS, I just, you know, my heart just stopped. Um, it was, it's just heartbreaking. But, you know, ALS is a progressive nervous system disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and the spinal cord. Uh, it causes loss of all muscle control. So eventually she won't be able to eat. She won't be able to breathe on her own. She will have no movement um, in her body. I've, let me first say, I'm just so sorry that you guys are going through this. I, 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 I can't even imagine um, the day-to-day uh, toll that it takes on, on the family and on your heart and just, you know, how, how you're dealing with all of that. So let me just say uh, on behalf of all of us, we are, we are just so sorry that you're going through this and that she's going through this. What, what is, what does life look like for her right now? I mean, you're talking about that starting in October and then the diagnosis coming in February and wow, what a crazy year for you guys to also be going through COVID health issues, you know? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, So, yeah. So in February she stopped working. Um, you know, she's always wanted to be at home with the kids. That's all, you know, she's such a great mom. Um, but when the diagnosis came, obviously she couldn't really work anymore. So we've seen some gradual changes, more loss of the right hand. So pretty much now she can't open jars. She can't open door handle. She can't cut any food. Um, ALS is provided with certain tools that we're learning, um, you know, different kind of like knives that she can hold that are more accessible for her. Um, But now the arm is kind of losing. It usually starts on the right side. And now part of her leg is starting to kick out. So her balance is shifting. Mm. The biggest thing is also her speech. Right. Um, You know, she can still communicate, but she... Um, they come every month and do a lung capacity to see how her lungs are. Um, she is down in the low 80s to 70s. So once she gets to 60%, she's going to have to have the surgery to have a feeding tube put in right. to survive. Right. Um, but her speech is still, you know, she's still able to communicate just at a much word per minute less. Right. Um, so I think she's down in the low 90s. Um so, you know, the speech, but everybody is so different, Dee, in how this disease progresses. And it's just so sad. It's, it's not like, okay, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And there's two types of ALS, actually. Um, and I don't know all that much about it, but um, she's... You know g- more than you wanted to know ever, <laughs> exactly. I'm sure, of that. Uh, yeah, there's no manual on this, for sure. My goodness. So, um, 
Um, so as things progress, you know, she's changing, we just have to modify. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing is the speech. You know, we want her to be able to express and, you know, tell us everything that she's feeling and what she's, you know, I want her to enjoy whatever time we have left of course. with her. And the communication piece, obviously so important so that maybe you can address her needs yeah. as much as yeah. possible. Yeah. You know, exactly. so I would imagine that's very difficult um, as that as that progresses. Yes, that piece absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But there's technology out there. Uh, we just uh, a wonderful person in the Stafford community. Uh, her mom passed of ALS. And uh, yesterday I met with her and they actually gave us it's like an iPad, a very high tech iPad. So eventually when Jesse loses that ability to communicate with us, this iPad will help communicate to us some phrases in her voice and some she'll get to choose a voice oh wow so yeah um the technology is out there but the disease itself like i said there is no cure for it they need funding um they need awareness i was telling ted this morning um you know the ice bucket challenge came up on oh, my right. Facebook yeah. and that was six years ago. Oh my gosh. Right. Six years ago. And right. you know, it was fun. I did it. I had friends that did it. Um, but who would have ever known that this disease would impact my family the way it has. Now t- talk a little bit about how this is, um, again, I can only imagine what, what this is doing to, every member of your family but how is this affecting her children i i know that this is that those are such yeah. hard ages to be oh yeah going through things yeah. like we this. haven't actually said the words als to the kids okay um we haven't told them um for lots of reasons sure you know the internet would being my first the worst yeah because there's so many different stories of it but you know she explained to them that this is going to be our new journey and you know, things are going to change. Eventually, mommy's going to probably have to be in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and she's going to need help feeding and more helping around the house. And eventually she's going to have to have a tube that will help, you know, feed her. Um, And they were fabulous about it. You know, um, the little guy, Bryce, who is seven, had lots of questions. He's so funny. He wants to, you know, can he help push the wheelchair? You know, mommy, I have muscles. And the funniest part is that, you know, he wanted to know if God was going to call him on the cell phone to let him know wow. when mommy, you know, when it was time for mommy to go to heaven to Aww, be with God. So wow. you just kind of have to laugh oh about goodness. that a little bit. But right. um, it's just, yeah, they're doing well. You know, I said it's it's nothing that it's slow changes. Some of it, like I said, you know, the average lifespan is anywhere from two to five years. She is progressing a little quicker than we had hoped for um but every day is different um but she still works out six days a week very modified she the people at the fredericksburg uh burn boot camp have been a tremendous support for her you know they help they encourage her but she's got such a fight in her d she's still every morning she wakes up and says you know i'm so thankful that i still have time with my family and my friends and i'm here and i'm gonna fight this as long as i can you know, I'm not sure if there'll be a cure in her lifetime, but I hope eventually, you know, this is why I'm here today is to talk about it and bring people's awareness about, you know, not just my family, but all the families that it has impacted. Because, again, it's 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 an awful disease to someone 
deteriorate away and there's nothing nothing you can do to save them it really does sound like she has uh, quite the fighter spirit so uh i want to talk a little bit more about maybe how we as a community can help um yeah. uh and and maybe some of the ways that we can also spread awareness you know as well because that is like you said so important we're talking to kim burrow from honey baked ham we're talking about her daughter jesse and we are going to continue to have this conversation more of this after this break we want to thank our sponsor Mary Washington Healthcare. Leave your pain behind, one step at a time. When it comes to your orthopedic care, you can have peace of mind knowing you will receive expert care with Mary Washington Orthopedics in affiliation with FOA. Our highly skilled physicians and staff bring five star knowledge to you and your family with convenient locations in Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, and Stafford. We are here for you to treat an array of orthopedic conditions from injuries to knee and hip replacements. Our care extends well beyond the surgical repair of an orthopedic condition. Our goal is to help you return to normal daily activities as quickly as possible. Virtual visits are now available. Visit practices.mwhc.com for more information. To make an appointment with an orthopedic physician, call 540-372-4221. Or to make a physical therapy appointment, call 540-479-4764. Now back to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to the show. We're talking to Kim Burrow. She's from Honey Baked Ham. You probably know her in our community and the fabulous Honey Baked Ham. Um, unfortunately, uh, she's here to tell a different story and the story of what's going on in her family and about her daughter, Jessie, um, who uh, back in February uh, was diagnosed with ALS. Um, just a a horrible I mean it's just a horrible circumstance that has uh, that has happened here and I, I want to talk a little bit about um, how maybe we as a community Kim can can help Jesse where she is today and where you see things going I know so many people have reached out to to want to support you guys as much as possible because I mean goodness we're a community you know it's what we do yeah overwhelming support yeah and love from our community it's just there is so much good still out there yeah despite and everything that's going on that's COVID wonderful to hear yeah in yes, this year I mean yes, that's that's really tough. heartwarming to hear in this year yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah so how can we help you guys you know where things are and, and where she is yeah right now? so myself along with several of her family friends uh created a GoFundMe account for her and her family uh and we started this back in June or July July 4th weekend uh, and we raised over $60,000 in the first 30 days so it just goes to show you how amazing our local community is Uh, we're up to $74,000 now that's amazing fabulous our goal is a hundred thousand but we've had some items donated like the wheelchair which would cost $40,000 life point church and 501 ministries came in and they built the ramp to make it more accessible for her. Like I said, she's having some balance issues. So we're trying to get ahead of it a little bit. So we're not making decisions that later down the road, you know, weren't the best fit for her. Of course. I guess I could say. Yeah. yeah. And then people are dropping off food and other supplies. So we've been so humbled by the outpouring of support from from this area it's just unbelievable but we like i said we've set up a gofundme page saving the story family so if you can donate please do um there's still needs of modifications in the home 
so Jesse and her family can live comfortably without having to go into hospice. Um, there's endless medical bills that are getting ready to come up with the surgeries. Like I said, um, she's eventually going to have to have the feeding tube put right. in. Um, you know, it's just hard. Of course it is. And, yeah. and, you know, just so much more. Yeah, but all the money that's going through the GoFundMe page um, will go towards her medical expenses and things that she needs to transition to this life. Now, uh, I have a couple of questions about sure. some of the things you mentioned. But yeah. first, I want to uh, mention where where can everyone find the GoFundMe? Can they just do a search there? Yeah, or? GoFundMe. She's actually on the national page under medical. Okay. Um, or you can just type in Saving the Story Family. Saving the Story Family. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a good way to do it too. Yeah. Saving the Story Family, yeah. if you're looking for that yeah. on uh, GoFundMe. Um, and, you know, let me backtrack a little bit because when you were talking about, you know, some of these expenses um, and you mentioned the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. What was the price tag on that again? $40,000. That just struck me that seems astronomical i realize i you know that i'm sure there's so many things that have to be done on the wheelchair and so many things you know so much technology that has to be done there yeah it's all technology that's just unbelievable how much something like that costs (laughs) unbelievable and when when they told me that i was i was like in total shock i had no idea the average cost out of pocket for an als patient is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh my goodness yes wow yeah wow so the fear you know fear sets in like you know i just want her to have the best life whatever's left yeah and not have to stress about medical or how this is impacting her family beyond the emotional part right right of it yeah well let me let me be the one so you don't you don't have to to say this let me be the one to say i think we need to take that a hundred thousand and make it two hundred fifty thousand uh to cover that average cost per year so i'm going to invite everyone to go to that gofundme as we continue to talk about this and please share it with others that you know uh so that we can make sure that uh jess has everything that she possibly can have um within this time frame i mean it's so important and you know you got to think about the time that she has with her family and the time with the kids and and the cost involved like that that that's an astronomical figure for one thing that's needed uh so you have to think about it that way too so go to the gofundme page we'll also link that on our facebook page as well at b1015 fm um if you uh if you want to go that way if you're you know busy right now and you can't write all of this down uh saving the story family on gofundme now when you guys uh got involved with uh als on a national level there's all there are local chapters and and you're mm-hmm. you have help and support from that too right from the richmond chapter yes okay yes she has a team of eight doctors um down at vcu um and they are fabulous um and then the local her name is christina she's been an advocate for als for for as for a long time and just has the support from that alone uh has just filled my heart absolutely it's just overwhelming yeah yeah uh anything that we need like i said there is no manual for als everybody is so different and just the fear of not knowing you want to make the right decisions for her and her family and just 
trying to figure out what's next is the challenging part. And then obviously the financial part of it. It's, you know, again, there's certain things like the, the iPad that I was talking about. That alone is $10,000. Wow. We just got that donated yesterday to a family here that was in North Stafford. Her mom had recently passed um, at 83. And some of this with ALS, people don't realize that I was fortunate, Jesse is fortunate, that we had the signs and we were diagnosed within two months. Right. Some people go years without getting that final, final diagnosis because it's masked by other things. Right. Um, and so that is also the challenging part. You know, when you finally realize what's going on, you know, again, the average lifespan is two to five years. We're praying for 10. Yeah. And just trying to make her as comfortable as possible, her Absolutely. and her family. So, talk a little bit about the treatment. What what's involved? How do they treat ALS? What what's involved yeah. as as it progresses? Right, yeah, right now she's doing speech therapy. Okay, and then she's doing um, physical therapy right okay. now. And like I said, ALS has a life of its own. It everybody's different, and so you know it'll start on the right side. I imagine I'm starting to see some signs on the left side, eventually her lung capacity will be decreased so she won't be able to eat. And so it's, it is a process in that part of it, but, um, just trying to get through it all. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. The, the emotional support that you need as well, uh, must be really huge at this, at this time. She has great friends. Her faith, um, life point chart has, been just amazing for her she like I said she has a great support team her friends are just always there for her Uh, sending her little notes little cards just saying hey we're thinking about you um yeah it's been it gets her up every day she's still going to the gym six days a week and you know like I said that's her burn is her family that helps support her and you know she's very modified two pound weights but she's still in there she still gets up every morning and says you know mom I'm going yeah and I say good for you well you know and you got to think I mean I'm sure you've seen it too in your in your life I've seen it in mine where with any debilitating uh sickness and illness you know if there's that fighter spirit in there I mean it can extend someone's life a lot longer. Oh, yes. You know, if there's that positive outlook and you're, you've got some goals in front of you and you've got that support behind you, it really does inject a whole new spirit into everything. Yeah. If you knew Jessie, you would just fall in love with her. Her spirit and her smile, just people are so drawn to her. She's always been a caregiver, just always giving yeah. and loving, so loving. But yeah. Like I said, her faith is going to get her through this. But, you know, the community, like I said, has come. People are reaching out like, hey, I want to do a fundraiser for Jesse. Maui's Pizza, Malawi's Pizza yeah. just did a fundraiser on Friday and people came out. Oh, wow. You know, despite the COVID, That's they awesome. still came out and it was fabulous. You know, they spread it out all day. We don't have the final numbers yet, but just that support. And then uh, we're doing a cut-a-thon this Saturday, August 22nd at uh, Crazy Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Cassie's Cassie does her hair every Friday for her, you know, because she can't blow dry her hair right, anymore. Right. And she's having trouble washing her hair. Yeah. So um, Cassie donates her time once a week to do Jesse's hair. That, and she just, you know, making Jesse feel beautiful, I think, is part of it. Just it's making so her important. feel she's still there. Yeah. She's, this this disease this disease does not define her yeah by any means it's so important and you know i i don't share this a lot i have shared it on occasion uh my mom has been going through cancer treatment for quite some time now and i can tell you i i completely 
just connect with you on that piece of making her feel beautiful still that's so important um you know my mom gets up and does her makeup and even though she lost her hair and you know it's so important you know to still have all of those pieces in play so for the community to step up and and be able to offer these things and to to really say you know what we want to be a part of your growing spirit every day of you know you having more strength every day of you looking beautiful and feeling beautiful that is that's so much a part of getting through some of these really really awful things yeah she's a fighter like i said she i say you know how are you doing today mom i'm here and i'm blessed yeah you know time i i look at time so differently now Mm -hmm. you know yeah and not that covid has been good but it's been good a little bit because she's able to well you know she had to quit her job right so back in february they lost income for the household yeah and but being able to be at home with her kids is meant the world to her i mean it's just and she loves it she loves every day of being a mom um I mean, you know, the kids, I think the kids enjoy being at home with her as well. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's it's so it's so interesting how the the health crisis in your life will change your gratitude and a hold. It'll reevaluate. Right. I mean, the perspective really does change. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it has in our family and and we've had kids with sicknesses as well. And. It, it really does change how you approach every day. Yeah. I'm sure you guys are feeling the same. Yeah. And same you know, way. I'm blessed to own my own business. I have a great team. Um, and so I'm able to walk away a little bit and be more with Jessie, go to appointments, you know, help her with the house, laundry, things that she's can't do anymore. And I'm right. sure, you know, I know it's frustrating for her, you know, giving up control of your life of is course. huge. Um, it's very challenging, I'm sure. Um, but she, like I said, every day, her spirit alone is just, you, yeah, it's just, I, I'm, I, I gain my strength from her. Oh, honestly. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah. I bet you do. I want to talk a little bit about um, the awareness piece before we end the show. Sure. How can everyone get involved in spreading awareness i mean i certainly want everyone to go to the gofundme page and share the link and everything that you can do with that that would be great gofundme.com if you just look up saving the story family you'll find the gofundme link but spreading awareness for als so important because it can be so scary and you're right the timing is different for everyone yeah the effects are different for everyone so really just getting in and educating yourself, I would think, would yeah. be kind of step one. And that's why I'm here today. Yeah. Um, you know, and no one really talks about ALS. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's out there. It affects families to know, I mean, heartbreaking, devastating financially. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess just learning more about what ALS is. You know, not everybody can donate, but everybody can share. Right. And there's always people out there. we've had $9,000 donated it any amount is we're just so blessed honestly and yeah learning I guess just you know learning more about ALS and what that is when I like I said when I first heard what ALS was I just thought about the Lou Gehrig's disease the ice bucket challenge and that is all I really knew Mm -hmm. I didn't know the devastating effects 
of what it really does. The personal stories. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And now you're living one out here. <laughs> I am. Yes. Yeah. But we'll get through it. Yeah. You know, you know, we, like I said, we, we have a strong, strong community that's helping support us. And I know that this will get us through. ALSinfo.org. Is that a good, yes. a good place to yep. go mm-hmm. as far as yes. getting some kind of facts and yeah. knowing a little and more? And they have set up a walk, a virtual walk. And Jesse has set up a team. Um, I think it's uh, Walk to Defeat ALS. Yes. Is that? There you go. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And her, her team name is Fight ALS for Jess. Ah, okay. Yes. Her slogan is, her fight is my fight, ALS for Jess. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's a great way to get involved. So many uh, different ways that you can get involved. And uh, did I also hear that if uh, folks wanted to stop by Honey Baked Ham, they could drop off something there? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, drop off food, cards, you know, flowers. We've we've been my team is ready and they know what's happening. So um, I, I try to see Jesse every other day, but I drive by her house every day. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Yes. Uh, wow. This is this is a, a lot of information, and and I hope that uh, you will take this in and pass it on. Uh, GoFundMe.com, of course, if you want to check out the page, it is Saving the Story Family. And like Kim mentioned, even ten dollars, you know, um, and awareness, it it does go a long ways. Kim, we are going to continue to uh, join you in this fight. And and we want you to know that as a community, we're we're behind you and beside you, and we're going to be thinking about you guys um, every day. I'm I'm never going to forget this this moment we've shared, and so and we've shared a lot of moments. We have, haven't <laughs> we? Um, good and no, not so good. Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. But but you know, even the not so good does bring us together in a stronger way. Absolutely. And uh, and does bring a whole new uh, gratitude into our hearts. So Kim, we're thinking about you. We're thinking about Jesse, and we will continue to pray for you guys in this in this fight. Thank you. Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings with D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Leave your pain behind, one step at a time. When it comes to your orthopedic care, you can have peace of mind knowing you will receive expert care with Mary Washington Orthopedics in affiliation with FOA. Our highly skilled physicians and staff bring five-star knowledge to you and your family with convenient locations in Fredericksburg, Spotsylvania, and Stafford. We are here for you to treat an array of orthopedic conditions, from injuries to knee and hip replacements. Our care extends well beyond the surgical repair of an orthopedic condition. Our goal is to help you return to normal daily activities as quickly as possible. Virtual visits are now available. Visit practices.mwhc.com for more information. To make an appointment with an orthopedic physician, call 540-372-4221. Or to make a physical therapy appointment, call 540-479-4764.